What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Cause my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton, and it's a busy day. We are 48 hours away from the New York Giants and the New York Jets for their preseason finale, and then things get going for real September 10th at MetLife Stadium Giants-Cowboys on Sunday night, and then Monday night, it's the Jets and the Buffalo Bills. We've got some breaking news. The Giants have acquired Isaiah Simmons, kind of been a jack-of-all-trades, former Clemson star, number eight overall pick in the 2020 draft, and they send a seventh-round pick in next next year's draft. They ultimately only have to pay Simmons $1.01 million in cap hit and cash value because the Cardinals declined Simmons' fifth-year option of his rookie contract. And Simmons is coming here in Wink Martindale's defense to be a sort of inside linebacker. Uh, Yes, it's a positionless defense, so he'll be roaming around the middle. Uh, We'll have some coverage duties But when you can put an athlete like Simmons next to Bobby Okereke, uh, I'm not saying that's going to be the base defense, but I think Simmons will grow into that spot. This is a really, really low-risk, high-reward trade that Joe Shane has pulled off, and it's the kind of move that you make when you're confident in the players around you and what you've had. Um, I think Okereke and Simmons together, potentially, in coverage. Uh, You can look at what Simmons did in Arizona. Clearly did not live up to expectations. Uh, But when you're the number eight overall pick and you get bounced around in a couple different regimes uh, there in Arizona, last year he played more than half of his snaps as a slot corner. And given his size... At 6'4", 238 pounds, playing slot corner, he has that kind of ability. Uh, Is good in coverage. I think the main thing with Simmons is the fact that he's been moved around way too much. He's been one of those guys that came into the league praised for his versatility, and I don't think anyone has used him in the right system, in the right role. Uh, I know he was apprehensive about playing linebacker coming into the season in Arizona with Jonathan Gannon coming in as head coach, Monty Ossenfort as the new GM. So there was stuff in the preseason about, uh, or really in the offseason, about Simmons not wanting to play linebacker. Well, if you come to Wink Martindale's defense, you're not necessarily playing an old-school linebacker. You are playing a hybrid. You're going to be moving around. You're going to be blitzing, which I can't wait to see Simmons in a blitzing role in this defense if it pans out. He's 25 years old uh, and has the pedigree. And when you look at what's happened in Arizona and all of the things that have taken place there with the regime changes and the general manager changes and all of the 
lack of consistency and continuity. A guy like Simmons is the perfect fit here in Wink's defense. Let him go to work. Let Wink kind of go into his lab and find a role for Isaiah Simmons. And I think he will do that. Um, We talk inside linebacker. Anthony Barr came here on a visit. We know all that talk. You know, I know the Giants were concerned about their depth at that position. Uh, Micah McFadden came out uh, after really the first couple days at camp where Darian Beavers was next to Bobby Okereke. Micah McFadden in Detroit really made a strong push, uh, kind of taking advantage of the fact that Beavers is still a little bit on a pitch count coming back from ACL. You know, he's a rookie plus an ACL coming back. So I don't believe they've lost faith in Beavers. I just think that it's taken a little bit more time uh, for Beavers to get up to speed and really be what this defense needs. Uh, I don't think that eliminates Micah McFadden from the mix. I don't think it eliminates Beavers, but now it puts those guys in the mix on special teams, especially if you're looking uh, at the cuts coming on Tuesday. Cam Brown has been injured. I don't know what his status is. Carter Coughlin has been another mainstay on special teams. Both of those two guys will have a hard time getting a roster spot at this point uh, between injury and now newfound depth. You know, this regime is going to go with the guys that they drafted last year. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out come Tuesday. Uh, But Isaiah Simmons, we know he has the connection with Dexter Lawrence from their Clemson days together. he trained with Saquon Barkley and Isaiah Hodgins and I believe Paris Campbell out in Arizona uh, in the offseason. So there's a lot of excitement with the Giants right now that they feel like they stole one right here. Um, now, again, it's it's a chance at a big swing and to bring a guy in and you're not – when the cost is basically a million dollars in cap space and salary and a seventh-round pick, you're willing to take that shot if you're Joe Shane. Um, and if it doesn't work out, then you move on and 2024 is where it's at. But I think it's a smart move. I think you take advantage of Arizona uh, and a new regime there and probably a little bit of a down year anticipated, not knowing where Kyler Murray is going to be with his injury. Uh, I think uh, the Giants struck for a guy, and you have to give them credit because not only is their college scouting department uh, getting reviews, rave reviews, but their pro scouts are doing a good job and their pro scouts kind of, I kind of outlined that in a story this week. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's comfortable in the chaos. It was off of Brandon Brown's Monday press conference. Check it out on NorthJersey.com, And it'll also be in the newsletter this week. Um, just, you know, you trust the guys, you trust the alignment you have between the coaches and the front office and the scouting department and they believe that at that price, Simmons is worth the swing. And uh, I think uh, it'll be fun to watch. Very intriguing to see what Wink Martindale can do uh, with a player of Isaiah Simmons's talent uh, and the way he's built. You know, maybe that role that Landon Collins and Tony Jefferson played last year, that hybrid linebacker safety uh, that neither one really – you know, stood out. I mean, Landon had his moments, but he never wanted to play linebacker. Uh, but he was here, and he wanted to. He wanted to be on this team. Um, so we'll see. Isaiah Simmons should be in town by the weekend, so I would imagine we will hear from him or or check him out on Saturday. Uh, 
I can't imagine he plays for the Giants on Saturday, but we'll see what what goes on next week. Uh, and you know, again, I know there's going to be a lot of excitement about Isaiah Simmons. No one's saying he's going to be an All Pro uh, tomorrow, but I do think it's a uh, like I said, low risk, high reward kind of trade for the Giants, and uh, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. I like Simmons a lot coming out of college. Everybody did. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he fits this defense. You know, sometimes it's, uh, you know, like the golfers who are certain courses fit golfers. This defense might fit Isaiah Simmons better than any defense he's played in so far in the NFL. Uh, Also on today's show, I've been promising it, so let's get to it. Uh, It's a one-on-one I did with Paris Campbell. Uh, Try to take a different approach, a new player coming to a new city, a new team. What's it like for his family? What's it like for him coming here? And then a little bit about his role on this offense. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, Again, going in, I apologize for the audio. We had some technical difficulties in the field house. But I wanted to make sure I brought this to you because I thought Paris was pretty cool. It's first time getting a chance to talk to him. Uh, and I think he'll be a, an integral part of this offense moving forward. So without further ado, here's my interview with Paris Campbell. But on that first series, that's kind of how you draw it up, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think uh, it was just good to get in the stadium and um, like put that on tape, you know, get in the rhythm and start fast. We kind of made that the motto all week, like going into the game. We just, like, we just really want to start fast and, uh, you know, just allow ourselves to feel good about, you know, going into the season and where we're going and where we're at. So, um, yeah, I think it was just a big, big emphasis to start fast. How, how much of a, a thing is it for guys who, you know, you spend your, your first part of your career at one place, you come to a new place. I'd imagine just new things, even now, yeah. you've been here. What's that like going into the stadium the first time? Yeah, nah, it's, it was cool, man. Um, obviously, played there last year, but on the other side. Right. Um, it was kind of funny at first because, like, you know, I'm trying to get my routine down and, like, head to the field early uh, and, like, trying to find which way to go and, like, all that stuff, like, getting directed different ways. But, no, nah, it was it was cool, man. It was a cool experience. Um, I can only imagine what it's going to look like come, come season time. Um, a new turf feels good. Uh, but it was, it was more so just, like, a breath of fresh air. Um, and it really just kind of got me excited for the season. I know you have a young family. I saw some pics on, yeah. uh, on Instagram. The idea. <laughs> Take me through that process. I mean, you're a father. You have yeah. young kids. All they know is the Colts mm-hmm. before they get here. <laughs> What's that like when you start breaking out the new gear yeah, and getting yeah, yeah. new jerseys? <laughs> Man, it was fun. Uh, and you know, my son is five. My daughter is one. Um, and it's actually crazy because when free agency started, uh, my son, like, he had this infatuation with New York. And me and my wife, like, had no idea where it came from. We were like, what are you talking about? He's telling kids at school in Indy, like, yeah, I want to live in New York. So I'm like, no, you're not. What are you talking about? And uh, two months later, you know, I end up here. And he's, he's like super excited can't wait to get here you know once you see the empire state building all this all that and uh, so it, it was cool to kind of see but you know on the other end too like i remember when the season ended i remember having a conversation with my son i'm like listen like daddy might be here I, we might be somewhere else it just determines on you know my job and I remember him getting a little like emotional just because you know he, he was in school there he had friends there so that that part of it um, as a dad as a husband it's kind of tough because you feel like you're uprooting your family to what they know and what they're used to um, but I mean they're with me ride or die so like 
they've gotten used to the traffic, the, the fast right. pace living, all that stuff. So it, it's been cool. It's been fun. Are you guys settled into a place? Right? Yeah. What was that? What's that process like? Uh, yeah, I mean, so we immediately, um, like after I signed, we got talking with my, finan- my financial advisors, um, got us connected with some realtors here, and uh, I really, I really, I really kind of put it all on my wife and like let her pick and like just let her do that stuff because um, I mean at the end of the day she's the one that's going to be there majority of the time, especially right. during the season. Um, but we uh, we still have our home in Indy. You know, I'm on a one-year deal, so who knows what's to come next. Gotcha. Uh, so I want to have it just somewhere we can call home for now. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of just put it out. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you know, I keep going back to the whole, and I think of, you know, I see you guys all the time. You know, the kids were out here with your jerseys and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, uh, what do you do with the cold stuff? I mean, you kind of tell them, no, listen. I think, uh, it's crazy because when we were packing up to, to move, a bunch, like a bunch of the cool stuff we just kind of put in the pile and we ended up like donating it okay. uh, to like you know the uh, Salvation Army or whatever okay. and kind of just but my son like he was he is like the one to tell you like if like because he was in he was in uh, like summer school for a little bit and he was like going back and telling no it's not it's not coast anymore it's giants and he was like making sure everybody knew like, like, yeah yeah so he was the one taking charge I was like yeah go ahead <laughs> what what do you think I mean we all talk about what this offense can be what do you like most about this offense um, I think I, I love the versatility um, I love how we have so many guys in so many different spots but can change spots at any moment um, I always give uh, credit to Calf and Dave just for you know um, how smart they are and like you got this many people that can do this many things like it's kind of, it kind of can be overwhelming especially in this league it's like you don't know where to put guys where but they do a great job man. they do a great job of switching us around and putting us in different spots and um, at the end of the day just putting us in a spot to succeed we all talk about Darren seemingly every time he you know, takes the field this summer yeah. but to see it in the game and how that middle of the field kind of opens up when he's out there yeah. I gotta imagine guys like you uh, looking oh at yeah you. I'm gonna love it I'm gonna love it man um it's crazy because uh, i was talking to darren what, a couple, couple days ago and i was just, I was just talking like man like we have have <laughs> an opportunity to be great like this offense can really be great um just look at everybody and what it's made up of like we really have a chance to do something special i mean obviously it's going to come to us working hard getting better each and every day um but like yeah well, you got a guy like 12 out there you got a guy like two six out there like it as a defense, you gotta account for a lot of different stuff. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of one on one matchups. And I haven't uh, even seen two six, right? <laughs> exactly, at, exactly. at this point. Exactly. So imagine. So imagine you throw him in there on that drive that we did have. Like, it just opens up so much. The last thing is for you. I mean, you said you're on a one year deal. You come here. You want to immerse yourself in this here. Mm-hmm. So do you fight that, or do you just say, you know what, I, I'm all, I'm all in here, and Man, let's worry it. about. I embrace it. Um, you know. I'm grateful and blessed to get an opportunity from the Giants, man. Um, I'm happy that they wanted me to be a part of something like this, man. So I, I, I'm grateful. Obviously, you know, uh, free agency is always a doozy. It's a lot of emotions up and down, up and down. And, you know, I love it. And thought I would be back there. But, you know, that's that's not how the cards played themselves. That's not what God had, had in store. Um, and like I said, I'm just I'm grateful to be here. I'm giving everything I got, man. And just, just, just roll with it. <laughs> roll with it. Thanks, man. Absolutely. All right, that was Paris Campbell. Uh, apologize for the audio a little bit. We had uh, some background stuff in the field house. Uh, but like I said, I, I wanted to bring that to you because I thought it was interesting insight from a different perspective for Paris Campbell. I think number zero is going to play a very big role on this offense this year. 
Uh, I definitely think that the presence of Waller, the presence of Saquon, uh, I think now you work in Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slayton and uh, the combination of Sterling Shepard, Cole Beasley, however that works out. Then you throw in Daniel Bellinger. I mean, this offense really has a chance to fit like a puzzle. Uh, it's not just putting guys out there. There's reason to believe that Dable and Kafka have these guys for a reason out on the field. And I think when you see Paris Campbell's skill set and how it complements both Waller, uh, what it can do underneath with Campbell and Saquon and everybody else, uh, I think it's going to be uh, you know a special year for Paris Campbell. Obviously, he's always going through on the uh, injury situation. And as long as he stays healthy and Waller stays healthy and a bunch of other guys – uh, that injury situation is going to be a week-to-week thing. And uh, maybe they've been a little unlucky. So maybe the Giants have kind of earned some of that good luck in terms of injuries. Uh, so that's Paris Campbell. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And uh, we'll be there Saturday night. Giants-Jets will have a different look on October 29th when the two teams meet again for real. Uh, looks like the Jets are going to play... Their starters, Aaron Rodgers, Quinn and Williams, and the like, and the Giants will likely play most of their reserve guys, uh, save for some of the rookies. So we'll see how that unfolds on Saturday night, and we'll likely do a post-game uh, reaction podcast after that. So appreciate you, as always, being all-in. Make sure you check out our all-in with New York Giants newsletter. Friday morning will be in your inbox by 10 a.m., Got some fun stuff in there. If you have not subscribed, it's free. Just need an email address. It's northjersey.com slash all in. Again, we know you're all in and we are all in on the New York Giants. And the season's getting close. So I hope you're enjoying the coverage. <laughs>